0: Hello and welcome, this is Communication Means Talking Together. My name is Arjun Bakshi. Let's learn a little bit about communication skills, leadership skills, and really how you'd like to improve your life, your career, and your outlook. Let's start. Hello everyone. This week I thought we would look at something that doesn't get a lot of play when we talk about communication, and that's written communication. I came across a very interesting question today and the question was that of tone in writing. And think about that for a second. Tone is a very specific audio-related word, right? It's the tone, the sound that we take when we're speaking or playing music, I suppose, and that connotes certain intention emotion or feeling right and the most simplistic way of measuring tone is on a sliding scale of let's say for instance positive to neutral to negative right and that could be one very simplistic way of thinking of it Uh, you could also have a harsh tone or soft tone or you've heard the term strident tones or you've heard open or closed, right? These are all ways of thinking about positivity and negativity and about ultimately feeling that one is trying to communicate to somebody else. Now, of course, the peculiarity is trying to put this in terms of the written word as opposed to the spoken word. So, tone in the written word, let's think about that for a second. How does one even get that across? Well, obviously, we're talking here about emotion, right? Like we said earlier. So you're choosing certain words. You're choosing certain descriptions. You're choosing to, to focus on certain things over others. Let me give you an example. If you're writing an instructional handbook of how to put together a piece of furniture, There's probably not going to be a lot of room for emotion, right? It's a piece of furniture. You want to give people steps to put it together and put it to use. Very simple, very to the point. So it would be very neutral. Okay. Now, if you're trying to write, let's say, a children's story, okay? Children like happiness, optimism, upbeat tones. So we try and lean in that direction, positivity, as much as possible. Let's say, um, perhaps, you're writing about uh, an impending problem, right? Uh, it could be about the environment, it could be about uh, public health, it could be about the economy, right? All the kinds of things that we read about in the newspaper. And not because we're mean, or there's any uh, reason behind uh, our intention here, but just because we sincerely want to alert the reader or the viewer to the concern and the danger, we might use harsher, more extreme terms to get people's attention. Now, of course, this is often misused, most notably by people trying to sell insurance uh, or other kinds of products and services where they make you fearful of a bad outcome. Say, for example, the house catching on fire or a car accident or a medical emergency in your family, right? Therefore, encouraging you, persuading you to buy their insurance. Bringing it back to writing for a minute. So we've understood that writing and tone in writing Is about expressing expressing emotion. So how does one bring it out? Well, the simple way of thinking about it is word choice. Yes. So obviously you're going to use, if you're going to try to be optimistic, you're going to use words like, it's not over yet, right? You're going to use words like, stay with me, or let's keep the pace. So those are kind of affirmations, those are kind of messages, those are kind of um, frames that we're trying to set in the writing. And so the reader is taken towards from a, let's say, a fearful frame of mind to a let's pro- solve a problem, positive frame of mind on whichever topic. And similarly, staying with our, our earlier example of uh, commercials, trying to sell insurance. You could use the direness of the problem or the harm. In this case, something sincere, something you're really trying to alert people to. And you could say, if we don't do X, it will result in Y by Z time. I find that using that kind of template, uh, with some variation, of course, is really helpful because you're trying to lay conditionality leading towards, you know, let's say the future outcome, predicted, not definite, probable, and giving people a timeline so that if you're trying to persuade them into a solution, right, to adopt your solution, then you can perhaps be more successful in motivating them to cooperate with you, to collaborate with you. So to bring it back to the main point, um, so we've talked about a little bit of tone in writing, and we've talked about different types of tones. There's positive, there's negative, there's upbeat, there's uh, persuasive, negative tones. Uh, There's problem solving, which can be more constructive, positive, possibly neutral, if it's an instructional booklet. So then the question is, what tone should you pick and why? So we've given you a few examples, but let's illustrate a few more as well. When I try to write, let me give my personal example. When I try to write, I'm always trying to imagine myself having a conversation, much like what I'm trying to imagine myself doing right now in this podcast. And when you're trying to have a conversation, first thing that you're trying to establish is parity. You're not going to want to condescend to your audience, you want to respect your audience, so the tone is that you respect the listener, the reader, the viewer, okay, whatever medium you might be using. The second aspect of it is, what is your goal? If it is a mere instructional endeavor, then it's neutral, it's a neutral tone in your writing, You might use formatting, like bullet points, checklists, paragraphs, headers and subheaders. Those also convey a certain tone, a tone of professionalism, if you will, and a tone of order and structure. In addition to that, think about the outcome you're looking for. Uh, So, on the one hand, you've got the instructional tone. On the other hand, you might have the persuasive tone, leading perhaps one possible outcome is action. So if I'm trying to persuade someone to take action, I want to make sure that I am stressing upon the importance of the problem. My tone has to be personal enough that the person feels that the problem affects them. And you want to be able to have the kind of tone that makes your reader put themselves into the imaginary hypothetical situation, but likely situation. Otherwise they have no personal connection to the problem. And unless they have that, they will not be invested in solving the problem in taking the positive corrective action that you're advocating for. So. If you start to put it all together, tone is about emotion, it's about positivity, neutrality, negativity, it's about being open, being closed. It's about your goal, be it instructional, persuasive, and a third goal might simply be entertaining. You could tell lighthearted stories, humorous jokes, uh, you could tell uh, highs and lows of emotion in a drama, could be a love story, uh, a hero versus a villain story, whatever it is you're trying to do with your writing. And there's so many things you can do. Ultimately, it's about your goal. It's about your audience. And it's about the connection you want to have with that audience. An audience wants to feel like they're on that journey with you, with you, right? They want to feel They're part of it, not just an observer. So creating a tone of intimacy where people feel that they are given enough detail about your story, let's say it's fiction, your characters. Um, If it's a realistic situation, use the story. If it's a reality-based situation, use the story method to create characters, to create situations, to create drama and personal connection to the situation. Without that personal connection, without that storytelling, without that sense of purpose um, and intimacy and immediacy, it's just words on paper or on the screen. So I think if I left you with anything, it's the tone is ultimately trying to make your reader feel an emotional connection to your ideas such that they absorb them, they are entertained by them, if that's the goal, they're persuaded by them, if that's the goal, and they take some action in the furtherance of your ideas, making them stronger, making them memorable, and perhaps making them advocate for your ideas to others. And that is the greatest success of any writing. Thank you for joining us this week with Communication Means Talking Together. Join us every week and we can also be in touch via email or through our social media. Go to our website cultureofspeak.com for more details and see you next week. Goodbye for now.